to New Life Live with host and founder of New Life Ministries, Stephen Arterburn. New Life Live is dedicated to transforming lives one at a time, thanks to the giving hearts of you, our listeners. Our goal is to provide you with wisdom from God's Word to give you hope and help in life's hardest places. If you have a question you'd like to ask today, our phone lines are open. Call 1-800-229-3000. That number again is 1-800-229-3000. Now here's Steve. Hi there, and uh, happy another day of June here, and really glad you're with us here on New Life Live. And if you want to join us on the program, when I say us, I'm talking about Steve Arterburn here with Dr. Sherry Keffer. Hey, Sherry. Hey. And we have a very special guest that we're going to go to right after the break. Her name is Brenda Crouch, and here's what she's going to be talking about. She's got a book called Fight Forward, and most everybody has heard these ads about identity theft you know you don't want your identity stolen by some you know computer hacking group and all that i want to tell you satan is the master at identity theft and maybe you feel like that who you were truly called to be has been stolen from you by some horrible thing abuse whatever it is well that's what this amazing book by Brenda Crouch is about it's called fight forward and and uh, she's going to talk about how she found and reclaimed her true identity and it is one amazing story so we're going to talk about that we'll take your calls at 1-800-229-3000 but I wanted to have Larry come in uh, we are, are still kind of astounded at the results that we received this past weekend when we were in Washington DC Larry let's talk about that for a little bit because we want people to step up and uh, and as you said yesterday people are always saying to you i wish i could give more mm -hmm. and now they can give more they can give more just by giving what they would normally give um we have a matching gift three hundred and twenty four thousand dollars and that's amazing to us uh it's a blessing we're really happy but now we get to match it and you get to match it we need your help we need you to step up and make a gift to new life and if you know if you give ten dollars from the matching uh, source ten more will come new life would realize 20 and you can put a zero behind that all the way as far as you want to go a hundred dollars becomes two hundred you know a thousand becomes two thousand whatever you're able to give it's appreciated three hundred and twenty four becomes six hundred and forty eight thousand that's over a yeah. half a million I mean yeah. it's big and all you know, those all those donations get added up and doubled and this is by July 31 so mm -hmm. that's why it's okay. a little bit of a challenge for us because it's it's more than what we would typically probably receive it's not more than what we need right. mm -hmm. but it's more than what would typically typically come in okay so I want to mention this I I talked about this um, during the weekend when we talk about every man's battle and sexual addiction and pornography and stuff and oftentimes you know we're so thrilled that some really bad guy all of a sudden became great and wonderful and doing great things but i read the story of a man that went mm -hmm. to every man's battle that was he was molested by his father and then was ashamed and afraid of every relationship he ever had after that three failed marriages and uh, a, a son full of rage and wife just drinking to tolerate him now that's a little different picture and when you support new life then we have the scholarship funds 
to help someone like that to get into every man's battle. And that guy, what's he doing now? He, he has a Christian Christian marriage, reading the Bible, studying Scripture with his wife, praying together. Uh, so much healing three, four years after he went to every man's battle. That's what this is. This isn't matching funds to be matching funds. We want Changing to save lives. people's lives and transform lives. And Steve, you said a devotions today. You talked about generational ripple. You know, we I talk did. about the ripple effect of families and friends, but this man's family generationally will be different, and that's that's really encouraging. Which takes us back new, to Brenda, right? Yeah. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> yeah, one eight hundred New Life. We're going to talk to Brenda right after this. We'll be back. Most of my life, I've been dealing with an opiate addiction. Why is opioid addiction quickly becoming one of our nation's biggest killers? Maybe it's because it isn't only those who are addicted who are in denial. We did what I see so many parents do, is it can't be an addiction. There's something medically wrong. It's impossible to solve a problem when you don't know what you're up against. And families will try to find any explanation except the one that will put them on the right path. Alcoholism and drug addiction is a family disease. It doesn't affect just the individual. If someone you love is abusing painkillers, know what you're up against. It's time to admit it's addiction and seek treatment. Call us today at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. We have Christ-centered partner treatment centers around the country. Call 1-800-639-5433 or visit us online at newlife.com. We just made a decision. We will do whatever it takes. 1-800-NEW-LIFE. To find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. We're back. Steve Arnold here. You know, we don't uh, often have folks on the program. Uh, and you got to really have something special for us to say, okay, let's take some time here and let's talk about this. But uh, we have Brenda Crouch with us. And Brenda, welcome. Thank you oh, for thank you so much. joining us there with Dr. Sherry Keffer. And the reason that uh, I wanted you to come on here is that this is right down our alley. It's all about what we do. It's all about mm -hmm. transformation. And, and, and so maybe start with this story about a third cousin mm -hmm. and a DNA match. And mm -hmm. maybe we could start there. And, and I'll just mention, if you call us, uh, we're going to send you or we'll give you a copy of this great book, Fight Forward. And if you want a copy, you can order it from newlife.com or 1-800-NEW-LIFE. So DNA match, third cousin. Yeah. I, my husband decided, you know, let's do this DNA thing. And uh, we did. And I, a couple weeks later, had, you know, honestly, I felt like the Lord was really showing me that this was kind of part of his plan for something. And I didn't mm -hmm. really know what that was. But I had this cousin reach out to me who's 86 years old. <laughs> and I had never met her in my life mm -hmm. and she she emailed me she was really cute and she said you know i've got lots of information on the family this was on the my father's side of the family okay mm -hmm. which is where a lot of the trouble has come from uh in my life and um i i saw i thought oh goodness i i really want to know about that so i reached mm -hmm. out to her and she informed me of so many stories that I had heard things over the years, but she confirmed a lot of the information that I knew. But there, I mean, there, there was, uh, 
There was incest, there was alcoholism, gambling, um, wife beating, and even murder that it blew mm. my mind. And I thought, wow, you know, things that we don't even know how they affect us and they mm-hmm. follow us through the generations. Yes, right. And so you you really have been on a journey, not just to discover what was in the past, but mm-hmm. since, since your journey, and, and you say here you don't want to hurt anybody, right. but your journey has been full of many things from that past. Other people in your heritage experience what you've experienced in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Well, you're right. I, I really don't want to hurt anybody, but I realize that it, the truth really, when it comes out, it sets people free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had first cousins that ended up uh, dead before their time, mm. um, heroin overdose because of the result of incest, uh, the shame that is carried throughout the years. Yeah. Um, it's heartbreaking. And so, so many people, people on that side of the family that are struggling with, uh, you know, one addiction or another, or even just with bitterness and anger, and and they have a hard time even with, um, you know, with trusting God, ultimately. Yeah, right. And so what has been perhaps the biggest struggle that you've had to overcome? For me personally, um, I think that my biggest struggle was finding my voice, uh, being able to really know who I am and to find the authority, not something that I conjured up, you know, um, that's not something that you can just create on your own. Uh, it, it, you know, I think when we try to, we, we, we project counterfeits. Mm-hmm. And so uh, finding who I really am and then walking in the peace of that has been huge. I I feel like throughout my life I was either controlled or manipulated in one fashion or another. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of that was even through religion, believe Mm -hmm. it or not. And so, you know, I had this kind of dichotomy going on, um, you know, between the shame of the sexual abuse and then uh, some of the religious narrative and some of the legalism that I that I uh, was under, and then you know the the emotional uh, mind abuse and the physical abuse yeah. that later came mm. in marriage, that absolutely controlled me to the point that I just walked on eggshells all the mm. time, and yeah. I I didn't know who I was or how to Mm -hmm. find my voice. And I I really believe that God has given that to me. And Mm -hmm. and now uh, what it's done is it's it's set me free to love others and not to be entrapped or entangled by those kind of dynamics anymore. I don't fear them. Well, you're you're talking to a lot of women and men Mm -hmm. that have been through this where something really, really tragic has happened. And then the response of a, a spiritual leader, a Christian, uh, a pastor mm-hmm. or Christian counselor, somebody that's misinformed, they give them some really mm-hmm. crummy advice or right. a really horrible uh, response. And and so what, you know, maybe someone has been in that situation. Before we go to a call, what's one thing that you want a woman to do who has been abused or neglected or is being controlled and somebody in the faith community has given them um, Mm -hmm. some really crummy advice what what do you say to that person 
Well, uh, I too was given some crummy advice and I would say to that person that you've got to think first about your safety and the safety of your children if you have children. Um, I want to tell you that love does not do those things and God Mm -hmm. would never expect you to submit yourself to something that is not love first. And uh, so I think that, you know, wisdom will come to you through good counsel. Um, If you're seeking counsel from someone, it needs to be someone who's familiar with abuse, with um, the nature of it, but that also understands the word of God. Because, you know, the the pendulum can swing too far, I think, from one end to the other with advice. And uh, this is a Holy Spirit journey, but I do believe that you need the counsel of someone Mm -hmm. who has experience or has gone before you. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go to the calls right now. Now, let me remind everybody that this uh, this book, and and we're going to talk to Sherry from Boulder, Colorado, right here. But this book is entitled Fight Forward. The author is Brenda Crouch, and, and you can, I'm going to send it to, to here to Sherry, but you can order it. It's a wonderful, it's a beautiful book, and there's just very, very solid, I mean, you're hearing it here. It's not the typical Christian easy stuff mm-hmm. that does nobody any good. There's some real answers here. Mm-hmm. Sherry, Boulder, Colorado, welcome to New Life Live. Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate that. Sure. How can um, we help? I have, my question is, how can I do well in school while trying to heal from um, past emotional abuse? Um, I feel like I can't focus, I can't concentrate. Um, it is like it's affecting me academically because I can't, you know, like it. I can't focus on my schoolwork. I'm not learning the material like I should. And also mm-hmm. it's affecting my relationships. I just ruined a, a really close friendship. Um, because I couldn't see past my triggers, I um, and I didn't know how to handle myself when I was triggered. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just looking for um, advice on how I can do well in school while trying to process this stuff. I'm also thinking about possibly holding off on school for now while I go through my healing, but I also know that's going to probably take some years, too. Okay. So, that's so my tell question. me, uh, t- mm-hmm. first of all, tell me how old you are. Um, I'm 33, so I'm back in school for my second degree because I okay. feel like, um, yeah, I want a career change. So, Okay. And then um, I'm going to have Sherry start us off here. And, and, and then uh, what kind of uh, abuse did you experience? Who was the person that was doing this? Um, mostly from my family of origin. Um, my father was the primary abuser in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, my mm-hmm. mom was neglectful and sometimes abusive, but only one provoked. My father would do it unprovoked. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. so there was a lot of twisting and, and mind mm-hmm. games and a lot of mental torment. Um, even if you left him alone and didn't come near him, he would he um, would okay. accuse you of like putting right. poison in his food and mm, all sorts boy. of false accusations, yeah. and it just you know yeah. drove everybody in the family. Okay. Um, all right. Well, pretty, well, let me let. Yeah. We'll have Sherry Keffers get us started here with some help for you. And then from her own experience, Brenda is going to talk to you here. But Sherry, what are you thinking here for Sherry? How could we help her? So first off, Sherry, I just want to encourage you. Thank you for sharing with us. And I want to encourage you to not be scared of your triggers, but to realize that those triggers are like red lights on your dashboard. 
of your life trying to tell you there's more work and maybe some deeper work to do with that trauma. When you grow grow up in a home like yours, it sounds like mind games, like your dad would be demeaning and discounting and even was he verbally abusive was he rageaholic give us a picture Um, of that he was very verbally abusive like i remember one time i was gonna this is my first time i was in college and i was gonna go home from school and um he knew he was waiting by my laptop bag because he knew i was gonna go get it so he was waiting there for me arms crossed, legs crossed. And when, when I came here, he started calling me all sorts of names and he followed me around the house calling me names. Um, like what? Give us me. one. Just like you're stupid. You're, I mean, I'm trying to get a picture really quickly. Um, like, like a whole. Oh, um, okay. Stuff you can't like, even say on radio. You know, hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. And then the, what, the B word, two different B words. All right. Got it. Got it. So man. horrid. Very horrid words. So do you, are you surprised that even in this memory, the very one you brought to us had to do with college, had to do with your laptop, had to do with the very goal you're trying to face right now? And, you know, talking about the enemy, you know, they open the show with Steve. So often abusers are under the influence of the evil one. And so here he is speaking through your dad. You're an idiot. You'll never make it, right? And so those thoughts go into our heart and at some level we think they're true Mm -hmm. but they're the farthest things from the truth because truly truly without your dad toxically saying those things to you you know what you are smart you are capable you can learn you have what it takes to go through college and when our mind is spinning in lies it's a perfect opportunity for you to get into the work with a therapist who understands abuse that can help you turn those beliefs around because those beliefs now are what are hurting you you're away from your dad but those beliefs will make your life small what what do you think from your own story brenda Well, I totally understand the dynamic of how powerful a father's words are over you. And so many of my own father's words affected me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there were times, and and this caller is asking the question as to whether or not she should continue with school or go forward. And there were times in my life periodically where, um, you know, as I was trying to fight forward, I would want to shut down and uh, was triggered by the, that old narrative and the fears. But, you know, I, I really believe that it was kind of the thumb of God be in my back that prodded me to go forward and teach me how to learn to trust him. And we learn these things through life process. We don't learn them by just crawling into a hole and then kind of licking our wounds. He does not forsake us. He is with us always, constantly. And I think that we take these baby steps toward him because we have to learn not only a new narrative for ourselves, but we've got to learn who he is as our father. Mm-hmm. And so we've been, you know, the impressions that we've been given early on by our human fathers so often come from people who were abused. And unfortunately, they're acting out the abuse that that was either done to them or said to them and so they're in their fear and they're triggered when they're abusing so it's up to us that to then kind of 
draw that line in the sand, so to speak, and say, this is going to stop here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is where we can become thankful instead of fearful. Yeah. So I, I think a simple answer to this very difficult question of how do I go on while doing school and this I, I think you get the assistance of a great Christian counselor that can literally work you through the trauma. You know, someone says, how do, how do I get rid of this fear of flying? You get on an airplane with somebody that helps you, or, or a fake airplane first, that helps you deal with all of those pieces of it, and they've done it with thousands of people. And that's what I want for you, Sherry, is that you would... Get with somebody who has worked with hundreds of people in this situation. We do not want Satan to shut you down and have the victory here. We'll be back. I feel blessed to have had this opportunity for my needs to be met, connecting with other women who are fighting the same fight, hoping for healthy marriages and growing closer to the Lord on their journey. My name is Shelly Martinkus, and I want to personally invite you to the Restore Workshop. If you have been affected by betrayal, it might be that your husband has been looking at pornography, it might be an emotional, a physical affair. I would love for you to come join us. I feel encouraged and hopeful that even in my struggle, I am enough. You will leave with hope, with a community of sisters ready to support you, and you will also leave with tools to move you forward on this journey. Through the sharing in our small group, I realize that I am not alone. Please don't hesitate. Pick up the phone, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. I would love to see you there. The Restore Workshop is coming to Dallas, Texas, July 19th to the 21st. Call 1-800-NEW-LIFE to find out more. That's 1-800-639-5433 or online at newlife.com. Hi, this is Steve Arterburn, and for 30 years, New Life has been the most trusted name in Christian counseling. Your ministry has saved my life. If you struggle with emotional hurt, family or marriage problems, the pit of depression, or the pain of addictions, we can help. I'm down 100 pounds now from what I was. You guys are awesome. You are a blessing to America. (laughs) Our treatment programs provide clinically appropriate solutions from licensed professionals, all in a biblical framework. I have had problems with alcohol. I think God has ordained this place to be His. You don't have to be a prisoner of your pain. Help is available at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. She tells me that I'm a new man and I feel like a new man. It worked for me and it can work for them too. This time it is different. If you're ready to take the first step toward genuine spiritual and emotional healing, please call us today at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. God can open the door to a better tomorrow right now. Call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question or a comment, call toll-free 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We are back and uh, talking there with Sherry. I just know so many folks go through this that you just you just are struggling with something that's so horrible. You don't, you don't even want to talk about it. You don't know what to do. And Well, here's a great book that can give you some insight. And it's not just uh, a research paper. Is from Brenda Crouch's experience here. And I just hope and pray that if you've been looking for something that just might help you in whatever it is that you're struggling with, you'd call us, 1-800-NEW-LIFE, order it. When you are on the phone here with me, I'll give you a copy of it. Happy to do that. One of the things I want to ask before we go to the next caller is, um, 
what what are you what about this me too movement has this uh are you did that help you uh, with this or did it have anything to do with what you've done here is this a reaction to to me too and and what we're seeing people and how they're responding to so many women how do you feel about that because I'm seeing some changes. From my perspective, I'm seeing some men get some help mm-hmm. before they get caught because of Me Too. But what are you mm-hmm. seeing? Yeah, that's good, powerful. I think Me Too has brought this to the table, the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's incomplete in its effort um, because we can't get stuck on just being angry and exposing the monster. Uh, the Me Too movement really was at its kind of birthing when I was finished with my book, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. the timing is very interesting. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the, in the heart of, uh, of my book, really, it's just as much for the perpetrators of abuse as it is for victims. Mm. Because I really believe that, that we have to look at who the greater enemy is. And we're demonizing people instead of understanding what this is all about. And yeah. we've got to offer the help. And, uh, you know, through my years of counseling um, and meditating on the truth and the hard choices that I had to make, um, you know, that is the fight forward. That is the, that is how you fight forward. It's the good fight. It's choosing to love yourself and to say, go ahead. Mm. Oh, I was going to say, you made me think of something, Mm -hmm. Brenda, and with Sherry is so her dad did this, right? Mm -hmm. He, he said some horrible things as he was standing by her laptop in light of college. Who knows? You talked about he was in fear, and so he was triggered. Right. Who knows? He may have never gone to college. He yeah. may be jealous and mm-hmm. in fear that she's going to somehow supersede him. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. you, if you were to know that mm-hmm. or even believe that, that was part of his story, mm-hmm. not demonize him. Mm-hmm. What he did was wrong. So we're right. not making that right. right. But to go, you know what? It's really not about her. It's right. that he didn't, he didn't do his education. Right. And so... That narrative can peel off of her. Oh, it's not that I'm stupid. It's not that I'm bad. Exactly. My dad never went to school and he was jealous. Okay, mm-hmm. I can now move forward. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. It's totally. like that whole narrative can switch mm-hmm. by having a story that's different. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Well, mm-hmm. well, let's talk with Ann here and see what uh, what's going on in her life because she, yeah, Ann, Pittsburgh, Hi. Pennsylvania, WORD. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Um, uh, okay, my uh, question is, uh, how do I get unstuck? Um, my whole life feels like it's a repeat of my childhood, just stuck in, like, crappy circumstances and mm. stuff. And and I tried calling in yesterday, and, and your show ended, but she said try again today, so I did. And and I'm, I'm just going to say I'm not even using my real name, but anyway. It's okay. Um, um, so anyway, she said, like, you know, do you feel like you're stuck in this, 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 and that? And I'm like, well, just like finances, uh, health situations, everything. I said, but she's like, your marriage. And I said, well, kind of, but I kind of feel like I'm not, it's gotten better. Um, but just from yesterday today, I think I got a revelation that this probably is a lot to do with the marriage. And I just, I am stuck. And I, I couldn't even tell you all the circumstances of, um, every dynamic of why I feel it, but I have a husband who was addicted to porn, and whether he is or not actively doing it, I don't know. I have no idea. Mm. Um, he has, like, no devices or anything to do it that I know of. Um, but, like, 
he's also lied and he was bullied as a child and um it's just been a terrible marriage like it's been a terrible marriage but then like lately you know we go to a marriage counselor a christian marriage counselor he's been to every man's battle twice um but lately like he seemed like he was changing we went to a marriage conference and he seemed like he was changing and then it just comes back to like yesterday today i'm seeing He's not changing at all. He's just going through emotions. He's a very angry person. Mm. And it's mm. making me feel like just stuck. And I can't move yeah. forward in any area of life. So I don't know what to do. Okay. So are you, is it just, can I just assume this is a general question of what to do in a horrible marriage feeling stuck? Is that, does that yeah, work? Um, yes, okay. it is. And I just want to add one thing to this. Through our marriage, when we first got married, God clearly, we prayed, and clearly, and, and I knew things, um, I knew about porn and stuff before and stuff, but I didn't know his character until deep into the marriage, you know, into the marriage and stuff. But anyway, um, um, God clearly told me not to get married to him, at least not at that moment, not mm-hmm. at that time, I don't know. Like, it was as clear as day, it was an answered prayer, as clear as day. So, all those years, I believed. This marriage is never going to work. I wanted it to, never going to work. God didn't want it, blah, blah, blah. Well, up until last year, again, I prayed to God. I just had it, and I said, you know what? I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at you, God, because I'm going back and forth. Do I stay in this marriage? Do I not? I've tried everything. Okay. And All right. he clearly answered, yes, he wants this marriage. Like, Okay. I want you to hold on. I, I we, hear, we hear how tough this is. So you hold on, and we're going to give you some help right after this. You're listening to New Life Live. 1-800-NEW-LIFE if you need some help. If you'd like a copy of this great book, you can order it. 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Fight forward. My wife had found me out through my past and my sexual addiction since I was a small child. It really gave me the opportunity to start digging into my past, start digging into my childhood, figure out what was causing me to feel the way I was feeling. Every Man's Battle will really give you that opportunity because all the guys there in that room are there for the exact same reason you're there. I don't want to be the reason that my kids are going to counseling. I don't want to be the reason that they begin to struggle with the same issues that I'm struggling with and I've got to put an end to this. Yes, you can be different. God does love you. You can be forgiven for this and there's a way out of this. But you have to acknowledge that you have to change and that there's a problem. If you're struggling, call us. There are people on the other end of the line who want to hear from you, who want to help you. We don't want you to hand down something to another generation that just looks like pain and destruction. You can hand down redemption, but you got to take that first step. Just give us a call. It's 1-800-639-5433. It's 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Hi, this is Steve Arterburn, and for 30 years, New Life has been the most trusted name in Christian counseling. I'm an addict, and I'm trying to get God in my life again. You seem to be able to get to the crux of a problem quickly. Our Christ-centered treatment programs can help you break free to embrace all that God has for you and your family. I just want to thank you guys for bringing me to a relationship with Jesus. There really is help for marital problems, depression, addictions, panic attacks, and feelings of hopelessness. I came back with so many tools to help me prepare myself to fight this struggle and this battle that I have every day. You can start living again today. Living the life God intended for you. Help is available at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. They did care and they did follow up very lovingly. 
and it made all the difference in my life. Call us at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Someone who cares is waiting at the other end of the phone. God can open the door to a better tomorrow right now. Just call us at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. 1-800-639-5433. glad you joined us for New Life Live. To be a part of the program, call 1-800-229-3000. Now back to New Life Live. We're back, and uh, we're talking with Ann. Uh, Ann, are you still there? Yes. Something I want to say here, uh, you, you and your husband went to an event, and you just felt like he was going to be different, had a great impact. One of the things that we know from years of doing this is that a person's motivation um, uh, after an event or something has very little to do with whether or not they're going to be different long term. The only question is, what do they do differently after going? If you know, it's one thing for him to feel better for a few days. It's another thing for him to say, "Man, I've got to start oh, no, doing some no, this work." Has not and been a few days. Yeah, this has not been a few days. This has been like this happened like. End of last year or something, okay. or I don't so, know, fall. So since it, been, whatever he's done, since it hasn't been enough, see, he's going to need to do more to work on well, his character. It, like it was starting to be steps of enough. Yeah. Okay. But then, so in the last few days, again, it turned out to be mm-hmm. he's just going through the motions. Well, There's right. No so so he has to step behind. up his he has to step up his program. So it's deep right. and rich and not just superficial and going through the motions. That's really important. And then the second thing, in light of that problem he has, it makes you uh, or it gives you a job to do in recovering from and not being dominated by or controlled by his problem. That's why Al-Anon, working alongside of Alcoholics Anonymous, has helped so many women not be drowned by the alcohol the other person is drinking and so you have to do work it's sad but you know i was betrayed and i had work to do i had to forgive that's not fun and i had to do things so i wouldn't get sucked into all of that but that's the job that i had to do when the other person has a job to do so when you're hearing ann say she's stuck brenda and Mm -hmm. and and she just oh the marriage isn't better what what are you thinking here what could help her well, i could relate um to certain times of my life just hearing your tears and um you know i hear that the betrayal i hear the let down the emotional need and the regret um and the questions that you have right now um and i just want to say i want to speak to that for a minute and say that i have been there and i you know in each of these situations um, I feel like that they were my gift because when I reached that, you're kind of at a crossroads where you're saying, mm-hmm. what do I do? Because I believe that you want to be present for your own life and you're recognizing patterns of how you get shut down and, and you know that you can't do that. And so you're going to have to establish some boundaries. And I believe that the first boundary is to um, be able to understand yourself that your husband's addiction and his treatment of you in that process does not define your value. And so in in understanding that your value is um, something that is between you and God, 
it kind of separates this, uh, you know, that kind of codependent thing, that intermeshed thing that we want to get stuck in. And you begin to give him to God and draw your boundaries with him, but you focus on what it is that you can do to forgive and to move forward. And do not allow any of this to sabotage you and your future. And, you know, trust me, God is with you and he will walk you through that. And sometimes it means that you have to call that person to accountability and and to consequences. But, you know, it may be the thing that helps him to awaken as well. Yeah. Sherry, what are your thoughts here for her? Yeah. So, you know what? I have been right where you're at, Anne. And um, I have this chapter in my book, Intimate Deception, Healing the Wounds of Sexual Betrayal, that's called Digging into Your Roots. And this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing the same thing I felt. So grew up with a home where there was mental illness and I didn't have a voice. And I, because of my family background, I couldn't trust my judgment. Well, Mm -hmm. then I marry someone who's acting out with porn and many other things. And again, I couldn't trust my judgment. So what's happening is two things. I want you to trust your judgment on the fact that you think he's just checking the boxes. I want you to trust yourself in that because I think you're right. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to do what Brenda said is you need to find yourself in this because I'm hearing you're reaching out to God to be that person, that locus of control is what it's talked about. You're, you're looking for something on the outside to tell you what you need to do on the inside. And I think you've been missing yourself on the inside for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't trust my judgment. I had to find my voice. I had to get in to a counselor that understood betrayal trauma. Mm-hmm. I had to work on getting safe. I had to work on knowing what the truth is. When you say, I don't know, I don't know what he's doing. I go, oh, you're already vulnerable. You're already vulnerable. I want you to know. I want you to work on knowing and hearing yourself and getting support. So yeah. mm-hmm. that well, would be my counsel to you. Yeah, I'll send you both books. I'll send you Intimate Deception. I'll send you Fight Forward right here. It's Reclaiming the Real You. And this is really what Satan does. He takes some person who's hurt, uses them, hurt many other people, mm-hmm. Everybody loses uh, in these situations. Mm -hmm. You go on, you blame God. You say, well, God, why didn't you prevent the marriage? All these kinds of things. Anything to distance you from God. Satan uses it, and um, he is glorified, and it's really a tough battle because he's been doing it a long time. He's really good at it, and we need everything that we can going for us and against him Mm -hmm. that's why uh, one of the things that we've done here at new life we implemented intensives bring in every christian therapist we need to do the work with these folks hear great people talk do the work and and satan is the one that loses we're going to do that Uh, in cincinnati this weekend you could still get in for every man's battle and on the 28th we're going to do our intimacy and marriage intensive in Washington, D.C. I'm telling you, this ministry was founded on truth so that we could see transformation in redemptive relationship, and it's going to happen this weekend. It's going to happen the weekend in D.C., June 28th. You call us right now. There's scholarship available. Don't let finances be the thing that prevents you 
from getting the help that you need. It's 1-800-NEW-LIFE. It could, it literally could be the beginning of a whole new life. And, and Steve, you're so right. Whether it's the counselors on the ground at these intensives or your life or Brenda or myself, we've been right where Anne and you all listening yes. have been. The right. difference is we've just had tenacity right. to begin to take mm. baby steps to fight forward and find our path so, so that good. we're not staying in the victim state. Yeah, as long right. as we're in that victim position, we get eaten alive. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, let's let's now go to Joyce from Washington, D.C. Hi, Joyce. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. How can we help you today? Um, I was calling just because I have a question. I have an 18-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Um, she turned 18 in October. She finished up high school in December but actually did not um graduate until two weeks ago um and ever since then she's been having issues where she doesn't like me um her father had lost his job at the end of march and we had to move in with my mom and dad temporarily who we're living with now and she's not speaking to me she told my mom yesterday that she hates me I've tried to reach out to her and say, what's wrong? She won't talk mm. to me. I don't know what mm-hmm. to do. Okay. All right, Sherry, let's start with you. What are you thinking here? I mean, this is it's, uh, well, it's some tragedy there, and the dad losing the job, that's moving. That's got to be traumatic. Sure. But you know where I would start with you? I would start with an autopsy. Do you know what I mean by that? No. I okay. Don't. I want you to start with an autopsy of yourself. I want you to do a fearless and moral inventory to think about anything, any behaviors that you might be doing that might make your daughter hate those behaviors. I hear what she's saying to your mom. I hate I hate my mom. But you know, what are the behaviors? that you've done have you been controlling have you in your fear right when when we have this much trauma when your husband loses your job and you're clawing the walls mm-hmm. to just keep the lights on and and then you got to mm-hmm. m- move into your mom's house everybody kind of goes wackadoodle right mm-hmm. but are there some okay. behaviors that have in fear come out in you that have impacted her so instead of asking her, what have I done? You already come mm-hmm. with an autopsy and say, oh, honey, I, I really stopped to think about some of the things I've done that have hurt you. And this is what they are. Okay. Are there more? Okay. It's kind of hard to be, uh, be resistant of that kind of attitude. We'll have more right after this. Last year after every man's battle, I was so moved by the transformation that I saw, not only in myself, but in the guys in our small group and the other people that were there and the stories that I heard that I decided to go ahead and join Club New Life as a contributor to that. You can help New Life Live stay on the air by joining Club New Life today. Call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433. Because we're doing God's work here, you're restoring marriages, you're giving people hope. It's just been such a blessing to me, and I just wanted to encourage you all. When you see something good that God's doing, just 
jump on that and help support that. Support Club New Life, and together we can help hurting people find help and hope in life's hardest places. Call 1-800-639-5433. Give your support to them if you can, and, and just help them do what God's doing here in the, in the world. Call 1-800-639-5433 to join Club New Life today. I came into this thinking that my husband was the cause of many of our issues. The New Life Intimacy and Marriage Workshop is coming to Washington, D.C. June 28th to the 30th. But after learning about our attachment styles, I understood how our past hurts were playing into our present problems. Join Steve Arterburn. It's been a dream of mine for a long time to help people to grow more intimately together. And we believe that everybody has room to grow in the intimacy level of their life. And Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. We help couples understand how their attachment style is sabotaging their current relationship. And then we teach them how to create comfort in a relationship. To register to find out more, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or go to newlife.com. Here at this workshop, we had our first ever conversation without yelling, blaming, and accusing. 1-800-NEW. L-I-F-E. To find out more information about New Life or to order any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Now back to New Life Live. Okay, we're back and um, we're talking with Joyce, Washington, D.C. And, and so um, you at the break there, Brenda, you said you and your daughter went through a mm. rough patch. What did you find worked the best to produce some kind of a healing there? What do you say? Well, I we were also in a very stressful situation, and uh, you know, financially and emotionally, mm -hmm. we'd gone through a lot. And um, my daughter was beginning to act out. I think a lot of her rage because of all the trauma, and 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 uh, you know, I had to kind of set both two things aside within myself, and that was my guilt for uh, having to be a single mother and uh, some of the situations that um, inadvertently I had subjected her to. Um, and I also had to get out of my own pain and kind of almost put that aside for a minute to be able to open those doors of communication and affirmation for her. But uh, it was very important that as I did that, I was not just giving her flattery, but I was also setting some boundaries. Mm -hmm. We had to go through, um, it was, I mean, it got very difficult at one point where she was almost suicidal and began to kind of make some threats. She was getting very physical with me a little bit, you know, and it was scary. And I loved this girl with all of my heart and I knew that mm -hmm. she was just hurt, but yeah. I didn't know how to help her. Totally. And, you know, today she's an amazing person. So I can say that now, but, you know, we've, we kind of laugh about together now looking back um, because I had to call the police one day because mm. she got so um, physical and uh, she had threatened to take a bottle of pills, and, and the dispatcher heard that. So the police came, and they actually took her to a facility wow. for two days. And I was not allowed any contact. It was very scary. Okay. But, you know, during that time, I had um, I really had peace that it was part of our situation of setting up some boundaries and, and being able to get her attention. I don't think this situation is there with, with this caller, but I do believe that 
that it we have to be able to open up the communication and be able to tell them how much we value them and give them a safe place to talk about mm. their own frustrations where we're not going to be defensive and we're going to listen but we will also be the parent that that cares well there's um there's your vulnerability right there and it's all yeah. through this book and i'm so grateful for it it's part of the healing process and so um I, I really believe whenever we stop defending and explaining and start listening to our kids, when it's come to this point, I also think that at some point you have to get professional help. You can't yes. do this on your own. It's beyond home remedies and, mm-hmm. and things that we come up with. And, of course, uh, you know, we, we hear callers often in the Christian community. They will say things like, well, during this time, I read books, I talked to Christians, and mm-hmm. but they didn't get the professional help uh, that they needed. And so uh, I'm hoping uh, as a listener that you'll do that if you, you really know uh, this is beyond me. I must mm-hmm. get some help. And if I can interject, Steve, yeah, I, that we did do that. You know, when she came home, that's exactly what we did. And, and we took Great. this to the next level mm. and got some counseling together and individually. Yeah, well, there you have it. All right, so um, if you want a copy of this book here, it's called Fight Forward to Great One. I think we've got time uh, for one last phone call, and uh, that's uh, Vanessa. How are you? What's going on? Hi. um, Hi there. Okay. I just, I've been really confused trying to figure out how I can tell the difference between clinical depression and situational depression. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and you feel like you you have one or the other, right? I don't know, because I've been seeing a counselor, and she thinks that I should go on medication for depression. Mm -hmm. But when I see my doctor, he wants me to find out if it's clinical or um, situational, and I really Mm -hmm. don't know. Okay, so uh, Sherry, what would you uh, ask to, yeah, to, and to try to determine that? Is your doctor an MD, a medical doctor, like a general practitioner? Yes. You know what I would yes. do? I would have one more set of eyes to help you make that decision. I would have you see a, a different kind of doctor, which is a psychiatrist. And that's a doctor that can actually sit with you and help you sort that out so you don't have the burden of doing that yourself because i think your counselor is seeing something i can even hear it in your voice but to have that psychiatrist meet with you and then sort out your heart and sort out your brain in light of the pain in your life i think that's going to help you make a good choice for yourself okay yeah makes sense yeah doesn't it i I think i think that is the key here and uh, i'm going to see this book i think this book will be great for you there but you know the the psychiatrist they're really not all that interested in below the neck stuff they Mm -hmm. they've specialized in this organ called the brain Mm -hmm. and if it is uh some kind of a clinical depression then they're going to be able to help you find uh, the right help for that and uh I, I hope that you'll do that, and if you'll hold on, we'll try to help you find somebody that could really give you the kind of help that you need. Well, I'm I'm almost out of time. I want Larry to come in to close out the program with me, but Brenda, thank you for being with us. I, I just think this is a wonderful book. It's a beautiful book. So many great endorsements here, 
It is called Fight Forward, Reclaim the Real You. And I'm telling you, if you have struggled, as she has, and you've had people put you down or try to manipulate you, be abusive with you in all sorts of different ways, here's a great, great book of insight in how to win this war uh, for you and for your identity. Yes. If you've ever felt like I'm not good enough, not my fault, I, I'm so alone, I'm worthless, this book can help you, and you call us at 1-800-NEW-LIFE, and, and we'll see what we can do to get it to you. And uh, God bless you, and I just hope and pray a lot of people, Brenda, are mm. helped by this Thank book. you, Steve. I'm so Appreciate glad you're being here. with us. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, Larry, uh, let's close out the program and tell everybody what they can do to... Uh, to help us and and really it's only it's only half of of a sacrifice to produce twice the result because of this wonderful matching gift that people have given us here absolutely but you know steve and uh, we do have a matching gift three hundred and twenty four thousand dollars by july 31 and it's important to do that and the reason it's important is what you heard here today on radio Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear what this ministry does, how God is working through us, how the Spirit moves and touches hearts and minds and souls, that's why we're asking you to give. It's, it's, it is because there's a matching gift and there's a time element on it. But my goodness, when you, when you think about the hurting people that call New Life, that go to our workshops, that go see counselors, whose lives will be forever changed because somebody cared enough to make a gift so that we could get the word out. And we can respond in a way that people understand there is hope, there is help. People that are going through this just don't sense that. Mm -mm. And uh, we can be that tool in God's toolbox to help people see it. And so that's why we want you to give. Uh, The the amount, everything, God will take care of that. But people always say, I wish I could give more. This is your chance. You make a $20 gift, we're going to realize $40 because you cared enough to give 20. So if you could do that, uh, call us at 800 New Life. You could give online. You could write a check to us, put it in the mail. We we need your help, and we appreciate it. And thank Mm -hmm. you, everybody, who has been giving and is giving. Yeah, so grateful. I hope everybody has a great day today. If you need us, we're right there, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. 1-800-N-E-W-L-I-F-E. You want to help us, same phone number, 1-800-NEW-LIFE. Club New Life, $30 a month. We will say thank you with the best of the best in our book library. Thank you, Sherry Keffer. Thank you, Brenda, for being with us. See you next time right here. We hope this program has helped you by giving you insights for handling the challenges you face in your life. We want you to know that we're here for you, but you also need to know that New Life Live is a listener-supported ministry. To make your donation or to get any of the resources mentioned on today's program, call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or write to us at New Life Ministries, P.O. Box 1029, Lake Forest, California, 92609. Please join us again tomorrow for New Life Live.